Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable. That's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Sweden. And this is a little bit more of a, a, a less exciting podcast. Let's put it that way. Uh, one a, a podcast in which it, I didn't really want to do it, to be honest. But I thought that it's important to do it. And to do this, I asked a friend of mine that I'm not going to give his name uh, for the purpose of this podcast. And the reason why is I don't want his family or his child or their scholarships. And I don't even know if he gets scholarships, but um, just in case, I didn't want there to be any blowback. Uh, but when I saw what happened to the president of Liberty University, and we're going to get more into that. Some of you guys may not have any clue what I'm talking about at all. That's fine. We'll describe it a little bit. But I've asked my good friend to come on just to sit and talk about what has recently happened at Liberty University and how that impacts us directly. Hey, brother, you there? Yes, yes, you betcha. Great. Thanks for coming on. I know this isn't a great topic. Nobody, no, no good Christian really wants to discuss this, right? I think the news agencies have just been... Uh, frothing at the mouth, they are ready to. either I mean, they're chewing up uh, the Liberty University and Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, like a like a piece of meat that they've been waiting on for years, and so he is being crucified um, in the media. Um, Liberty University, of course, is taking a hit because of that directly. And um, I know that you have a child. You did have two of your children in Liberty University. Um, is that still the case? Do you still have a, 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 a child in Liberty? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you betcha. She's, uh, she's there. Just the one, but okay. we do have one there. Yeah. And did you yeah. have two or did, am I, mem- did I remember that wrong? Yeah, no, we did have two briefly. Yeah. She, the other one went for just a, just a semester, but yeah, it was just, uh, just a semester. The other one is, is a senior there now. So so okay. yeah, she's been a full, uh, you know, three plus years. So, and, and for those yeah. that are not familiar with the, those that are not familiar with what's happened so far, let me just quickly, and I'm not going to go into detail. I just want to give a thumbnail sketch so that our audience is aware of what we're talking about. But Jerry Falwell Jr. has been a very outspoken president of Liberty University for a while since his father passed away. His father is the founder. And Liberty University has been a beacon of light for uh, not just Christian schools, but universities around the world. The reason I say that is because Liberty University has had the unique opportunity to show what freedom of speech looks like. They had speakers like Donald Trump come and speak to their, their student body, as well as Bernie Sanders. I mean, they have people from the extreme left and people from the extreme right. 
And I think that this is very healthy for students. And Liberty has been one of those free speech campuses that I've been really excited about. In fact, I wanted to send my youngest son there. My youngest son wanted to go there. It was one of the schools that we were evaluating. Um, but in the last year, we've seen some real challenges with the president, um, Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, first came out with a photo uh, where he looked a bit strange, um, looked like he was drinking alcohol. His shirt was a little tight, looked like he got it up at Gap Kids, and it was a little bit up, and he was wearing some tight jean shorts or something, and he was standing beside a young female kind of the same way, her pants unbuttoned. And it was kind of a scandalous photo, but it, it looks like something that anybody could, you know, be stupid enough to do on a, a, in a moment where they felt like they were, you know, a part of some frat party or something. I don't know. Uh, but it definitely wasn't worth condemning the guy to death over. Um, but then, a few weeks ago, a an, an explosive report came out where an individual who had been a friend of the family came out and made some wild accusations that Jerry Falwell Jr.'s wife was having an affair with him. And that is heartbreaking for everybody involved whenever you break the covenant of marriage. But this, the kind of saucy little detail that the news has really loved to share is the fact that this young man uh, that was having an affair with his wife uh, did so with Jerry Falwell Jr.'s knowledge. And uh, even according to him, he was a kind of a person that, you know, stuck around to 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 watch activities and also participated in an audio recording of him uh, his wife and her boyfriend having this or the guy that she's alleged to have an affair with rather they're having a conversation and she is you know saying how much she misses this lover this boyfriend whatever you want to call him and then you can hear a person that is said to be Jerry Falwell Jr. background saying careful saying this to the boyfriend you might make her jealous and so that gave a lot of credence to the young man who was having an affair with his wife and, and the accusations that he made this went viral I mean the CNN carried it front page New York Times, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal. This was all front page. And like I said, the dogs came out because liberty has been a thorn in the side of progressive education. And they just needed a piece of meat like this to bring down the university. And the reason why I'm asking you to come on is because I feel that, you know, I would like to hear how, what are your thoughts? I mean, when you first saw the reports, um, what kind of what were you and your wife thinking, knowing that you know our our daughter is still a student at this institution? Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess it's uh, it was hard. I mean, it is heartbreaking to hear you know these things that go on, and uh, and it's almost. I mean. It is saddening because, yeah, you, you just like you said, they are a beacon and they've been a place that has been, I mean, an incredible school. Our daughter, our daughter loves going there. She loves the people. She loves the professor. She loves everything about it. And it's been, it's been incredible. Um, so then the bad press, I mean, you get 
there's just so much good and then you hit this you know run of bad and it's your you know it's your leader right um and yet you know we just see the lord like all over the world it seems like you know high profile people it doesn't matter who you are uh you know the lord doesn't like this stuff and so it's like he's 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 looking to expose you know and as hard as it is at times it almost you know to me it seems like god wants this guy's you know he wants him you know and he's given him it's like there's an exposing of people i mean there's been high profile people all over the world in our christian community you know isn't you know we're not uh you know separate in a way the sin will find us out right so so it's sad to see um and it's and it's you know I, I, you know you wish it wasn't the case and yet in the same breath you almost see you know the lord's mercy and grace in this and that he's you know he is exposing things this stuff can't go on and in the meantime you know we need to be we need to be praying because yes you know you don't know 100% what the truth is and we never will but in saying that i mean there is some stuff that does look legitimate and and you can't you know you can't uh uh cover that stuff up so so yeah, it's a, it's a tough one because we're not obviously going to pull our daughter. I mean, that would be, you know, she she said what they've been doing down there. I mean, there's been a lot of prayer. I mean, teachers have been praying. There's obviously been a lot of discussion, um, things like that. And, and at the end of the day, I think there's going to be a, you know, there's going to be mercy and grace extended where it's, you know, uh, where it's needed. But then obviously some tough tough decisions being made moving forward too right so um you know because a big part of the the success of the school is is because of of jerry so um see i don't know that's that's kind of where we're coming from and i mean we 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 see the news hear the news and we're not looking for the stuff we're not we're not digging um but in the same breath it's 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 hard i mean i know you know he's just him being the face of the face of the school it's uh you know it just doesn't doesn't help things but in the same breath i just see god working in a in a pretty incredible way too so um, how how do you see how do you see god moving in an incredible way well i see it i see it in a way that uh it's almost like him it's like he promotes us praying in our bedroom, shutting the door, you pray in your bedroom, I'm gonna reward you. He says, what I tell you in the secret, he says, shout it from the, shout it from the rooftops. And it's no different than our, our personal lives. And if we, you know, if our lives are lived in our bedrooms and in those secret places, and we think that we can, you know, get away with the things that we get away with, um, it's a wonderful thing when it's a good thing and it's prayer and it's us, you know, going deeper with the Lord, being intimate with him. It's a whole different deal, you know, when, when we fall and when we sin, because when things get shouted from the rooftops, I just believe that's God's intervention in a way that it, it can be a really good thing. And in ways it can be a really bad thing. And yet I still see God moving. I still see that, being his heart to to 
to win this this guy, this person, this individual, this couple reconciliation. I still feel that that is him, uh, you know, giving them opportunity to come back to him or or something of that nature. Let's just call it, you know, God, you know, disciplines his children. I just see these people as his children. And and that's the long and the short of it, because there is a lot of things in the world that are being covered up, that aren't being exposed. And and it's almost like you see, uh, you see Jerry as God's child, and God doesn't want this stuff going, you know, uncovered. That's how I see him working. And and it's, you know... It's tough I, th- th- this it's- is the reason, yeah, what you're saying resonates so strongly with me. This is why I wanted to have you on because, you know, your daughter is there at the university. She's actually experiencing what it's like on the ground as a student. Uh, many of the students are getting scholarships and many of those scholarships are are made available by the amazing alumni of Liberty University. I think that this scandal is going to impact, impact the alumni, impact the donations from yeah. the alumni. It's going to impact uh, when people show up for a job interview and say, you know, I graduated from, from Liberty. So there's students yeah. that have to deal with this right now in the back of their mind. Like, you know, I'm, I'm getting a, a degree from this university. There are parents like you, uh, just out of curiosity, um, how much do you, how much do you pay for tuition for your daughter to go there? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. It's uh, let's just uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just <laughs> is it is it more is it more let's than just, forty thousand? Is it more than forty thousand U.S. Uh, dollars? No, okay. no, it's not more than no, no. We're under that for sure. Let's just okay. say it's uh, let's just say it's thirty thirty five. Canadian, let's just say. Okay, so thirty-five thousand uh, is a lot. It's, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of money. It's probably not the full tuition, right? And you probably have some sort of scholarships or. Uh, yeah, there is there is some of that help. Yeah, right. There is some of that. So so yeah, it's not the full deal, but in saying that, it's still a lot is a lot. Yes. So, and I think one of the reasons I want to do this is because I think that there is a tendency for Christians to do two things. One is just come out attacking fellow believers and just throw them under the bus and talk about how evil and horrible and how they're a cancer on the body of Christ that need to be cut off. And then there's another side which just ignores it altogether that doesn't even address the problems. And I think that there is a middle solution. I think that as Christians, it's healthy to discuss it. I think as Christians, it's healthy to discuss it without being judgmental, without uh, acknowledging sin, but owning the sin as a group and not throwing it all on and blaming one individual. And also talking about the impacts that, you know, hits everybody, talking about how you know, this sin that's been revealed, how, how does that relate to us all? I think all of us, I mean, not everybody is, you know, having, uh, wife swaps, right? Not, not everybody is, is involved in, in, um, open relationships, but we all have sins that are as equally as embarrassing, 
if they were to be known for the whole world. I know that I do. I have a smorgasbord. You could walk down the, the line of my sins uh, on a buffet pallet and kind of pick them up one by one, put them on a plate, and each and every one of them would be as embarrassing as the, the next if they were to be revealed to the entire world. And I am on my knees praying because I fear God and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I fear embarrassment. But I believe mm-hmm. that embarrassment, shame, can be a good thing for us from time to time. Where it opens up the doors that have been locked where we have been practicing evil in secret. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, the, it's the sunshine policy, right? That sunshine is the best disinfectant to let it in. And so um, when me and my wife, when we watch a movie that we would not watch with other Christians, I sometimes might embarrass her a little bit and be like, yep, we watched it. And my wife's like, don't say that. They're going to judge us. And I was like, I hope they do. Because if we are too embarrassed to watch it in private, we shouldn't watch it at all. I hope they do. I would rather people look down upon me and feel that I'm, a, I'm the worst sinner ever but to be clean and ask for forgiveness for those sins in front of God than for people to think highly of me, too highly, and for me to be walking around with some very heavy sins anchored around my neck, dragging me to hell. Um, I, I really do believe that I, I'm, you know, I will be the first to admit I'm not a good person. I will be the first to admit that I am a sinner in need of forgiveness. I will be the first to admit that Jer- what Jerry Falwell Jr. has done is in no way more sinful or more gross or more detestable than anything that I've done. Um, but uh, this has impacted missions around the world. And that we need to, I think that we need to acknowledge as well because Liberty University has produced a lot of amazing missionaries. I've worked with missionaries from Liberty University in the Middle East. I've worked with them on the border of China and North Korea. I've worked with them in China. I've worked with them all around the world. Liberty University has put out some amazing pastors, evangelists, preachers, Christian men and women of impeccable character, as well as missionaries that have made a difference on the battlefield of completing the Great Commission. And we cannot take away from that fruit. And the Bible says that we would know uh, uh, we would know people by the fruit that they bear, and to be honest, liberty, whether we you know want to cry out and 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 say shame, shame, shame because of the sin, we cannot erase the good fruit that Liberty University has produced. That's my feeling mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I I. I see the same thing and, and, and I almost see, it's almost like, uh, you know, cause God's always moving forward too. Right. So, so I don't know what's going to happen. And I know you probably want to get into more about repercussions about the, the overall scope of things, but I just see the Lord moving in a, in a greater way in that absolutely what you said, the fear of the Lord, because we can't, even in our personal lives, like if we don't have that fear, we don't, we don't, we don't walk accordingly. We don't like. I mean, he's looking for purity in these days, and 
And I, I get that we're not going to bat a thousand percent all the time, but but we definitely want to want to try. And I see God doing incredible things, you know, that He has done through Liberty. But I also see Him, you know, continuing that as well now, even more so. And and I just I don't know. I, I still see Him. I still see Him in such a big way in this because personally, I I really do believe that these sorts of scandals are all throughout the, let's just say, the schools of, the, of America or the schools of Canada, and yet you don't see it because they're not run. If we're proclaiming God, God is going to, you know, expect certain things out of us. He's not going to allow affairs. He's not going to allow these things to carry on. But but in these other schools where where you're, you know, leaning a certain way, let's say, yeah, it's just like in the Bible where God allows people, you know, to, to be given over. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like I just see him exposing this for purposes that are not to, definitely not to erase the past, but he has plans moving forward that needs to be, you know, there needs to be a realignment and an adjustment now. And even listening to my daughter, like they're, they're pursuing God in this, the professors, you know, the, the spiritual leadership at the school, they're, you know, they're going after the Lord right now because because they are at a place to where it's like, yeah, you think you know everything. Sometimes, possibly, I think we do that as individuals. You find out you don't, it, it drives you to your knees. And and I see good coming out of it, to be honest. I'm not... I, I'm I not, do too, brother. I am, I am right. Th- the reason I do see good in this is because... I, like you, I believe if God was using this university and this was happening, and I'm not saying that it is, I don't know all the stories, right? I just know what we've read, and I do know that uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. has stepped down. And let me let me just, let me stop for a second, too, because I have a bit of a confession to make. Um, I, I was never a big fan of Jerry Falwell Sr. Um, and the reason I was never a big fan is because I never listened to him. I never listened to him speak. I never listened to him preach. Um, I only learned about him from the media. And I, I, I started hearing from the media uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. attacking Teletubbies uh, like back in the late 90s, I think it was, early 2000s. Do you remember that? When Jer- Jerry yeah. Falwell came out? It was a big, it was a big thing, remember? I, I actually don't. Oh, I know don't? Okay. I know what you're okay. I do know what you're talking about okay. though, yeah. All right, so Jerry Falwell came out and said the Teletubbies were set up as a way to get into the minds of children and condition them to accept homosexuality. And so what he said was Teletubbies has this one unisex character. It was a purple character. I think it was Binky or something. I don't remember. Um, my kids, my, my oldest loved the Teletubbies. So I was always playing the Teletubbies. I bought every DVD that came out on the market for my kids. And I thought, what what a freak show. I mean, do, do you see, I mean, are you reading like s- secret messages? I've watched Teletubbies. I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a purple Teletubby. It carries a purse, and you don't know whether it's a male or female. It doesn't matter. There's no, they're not walking around with genitalia. You're, dude, you're out of you're out of your mind. That's what I thought, and I thought that he was an extremist, yeah. and I judged him and I distanced myself from him because I thought that he was off his rocker, 
and I and I and I and I wasn't quiet about it. I mean, I I didn't have a platform like I have today with a with a podcast where I could you know go after him or whatever. But I, let's just say that if anybody came around me and they said that they you know were connected to Liberty University or Jer- Jerry Falwell, I had judgments. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're a part of of that group, you know. And I I consider them to be way out there Christians that found conspiracy theories in things that had nothing to do with anything. But then, as I got older, and I saw my my own children's generation grow up, I realized that he was absolutely right. Teletubbies did introduce to children this idea of unisex and, and acceptance of homosexuality. And within one generation, everything that he said would happen happened I mean he hit the nail right on the head he prophesied what would happen if Christians allowed this entertainment to enter into their home he prophesied what would happen if a civilization adopted this kind of entertainment for their children that it would soften them up it would prepare them to be champions for the uh uh, homosexual cause, and I was like, "Dude, dude, you are you you are out of your mind." And now I have to eat my words, looking back on it, and say, "This man was right." That I and, and so whenever um, I you know I think about Jerry Falwell Jr., I I am haunted by my original thoughts of uh, the father. And um, yeah. when I started to see the impact that Liberty University has had, I have been humbled. I've been blessed. I've been en- enthused. I've, I've been excited uh, because I've seen, um, you know, members of Congress, members of presidential campaigns, uh, leaders from around the world come to Liberty University and they've seen it as an open forum for sharing ideas and free thought and freedom of speech um, all within a Christian setting where people are seeking the face of God. And I think that that's only going to get better now that this has been removed. But here's the thing. And I think you touched on it briefly and I, and I want to follow up on it because you were saying this is happening all around the U S and Canada and other universities as well, but it's just not being highlighted. I just saw that, the GOP, the, the the Republican Party, some of the lawmakers in the United States, uh, in particular a North Carolina congressman kind of leading the charge, saying that Jerry Falwell Jr. has to step down. There has to be an investigation into Liberty University and into the president. And when I heard that, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Liberty University is a private college. It is yeah. a private institution. If the, if the college, not that they want to, but if the college wanted Jerry Falwell Jr. to put pool cues up his butt and run around naked in the downtown square of Liberty University and shake hands with painted unicorns, he has the freedom to do that, and there's nothing Congress can say about it. However, there are other institutions in the United States that are receiving full government funding. 
and they are doing things far worse. And nobody in Congress is calling them out. In fact, I just read an article before I came on here with you that Harvard University, which receives millions of dollars from the federal government every single year, tens of millions, Harvard <laughs> University had received $9.1 million as gifts from Jerry Epstein. Are, are you familiar with, with yeah. Jeffrey Epstein? Epstein? Yes. Yeah. 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 So for those that are listening to this podcast that yeah. are not familiar with Jeff Jeffrey Epstein, he is someone who was accused of running a pedophilia ring. He committed suicide in prison. That's, you know, quote unquote suicide. Um, but he had his own island where he would bring underage children. And, and, and this is the accusation. This, I mean, this was, uh, there's never really been a full report. I guess it just kind of disappears when you die. But this island was being used at, for sex trafficking as what the, you know, a lot of the claims have been. And these young children were being sold, sexually abused, and profits were being made off of their bodies. At Harvard University, Jeffrey Epstein had his own office. At Harvard University, Epstein was in one of the educational departments. I, I don't remember seeing that on the front page of CNN. I don't remember seeing that on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, the New York Times. The hypocrisy, the demands of wanting, you know, the world shaking until Liberty does something, you know, about um, Jerry Falwell Jr. blew my mind when there are government st uh, uh, funded universities that are doing some of the most hideous things ever. And I tell you what, I mean, if you truly believe that anybody can marry anybody according to whether they love them or not, which is the whole push of the LGBTQ community, right? It's all based on love. Why can't you have more than one party that are in love with each other? What they do in their bedrooms, according to the LGBTQ, has absolutely nothing to do with the education process. Oh, until a Christian university does it. Then... They want to have standards that are far above anything that they would be willing to uphold in any other place. And I get it because they're like, oh, you're supposed to be a Christian university. You're supposed to uphold yourself in this. I'm on board with you. I completely agree yeah. with you. However, <laughs> you have lost your cards to be a part of this conversation. You and your all of the filth that you support on a daily basis in your universities, in your legislation, the things that you put up with in your own communities, you have lost a voice in this community to talk about what a private university gets to say or not say, what they get to do or not do. Does that make any sense? I'm sorry for going on a rant. I just I get really ticked <laughs> when I think about the yeah. judgment that's been heaped up on Liberty University when uh, there has been so much garbage in other universities yeah. around the United States. Yeah, and that's where that's where I've I've read over the course of, you know, let's just say my daughter's last few years, you just thank the Lord that she's where she's at. And then yeah, it's there's no one above anything. There's no one above the Lord. But in saying that you know, I have nothing more to add because it's like you're you're trying to find you're trying to find the 
like the where where the Lord would have your kid go. Uh, you're trying to find the best case scenario, and and I would still I would still even after what's going on because you you're you're saying exact truth with the whole hypocrisy things and things that are going on that we won't ever know. Now we know with liberty, and and so it's like you you see some of these things to be true, uh, but then in the same breath you just. Like, I, I don't know about the overall repercussions of, of every kid that's going there and what the what the degree of, you know, bias will end up being. You know, you were a, you know, you're a degree from Liberty, stuff like that. But in saying that, I, I still, you know, I love the heart behind the, the, the university itself. And, and there's a moral standard there that, that, yeah, it, the fact is, is, is to be honest, we're all we've all been hypocritical at times, and, and some of us, you know, live it more than others. But at least there's guidelines. At least there's a at least there's a, a pursuing um, righteousness um, that that can be spoken, and and you know, something not have to get burned down. Um, you know, it's uh, that's just where we're coming from, and I and I appreciate what you're saying because it's uh, it. Uh, I don't know. They're they're tough times to navigate, but but I mean the Lord has just made it clear to us, and uh, and we wouldn't we wouldn't you know. Cons- I mean, I I still you know love love the school. I still love what they stand for, and it's just a really unfortunate and and hurtful situation that, you know, in these times, it's, yeah, maybe it's not even that big of a surprise, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, God is, God is working and I, and I, and I'm thankful that I'm on his side. That's for sure. Amen. And I, if, you know, for me, just one last little micro rant, um, when you, when, when, if, if Liberty University has done what they've done, I really appreciate the fact that they're like, okay, these are our standards. This is who we are at our core. And though we love you, Jerry Falwell Jr., these are the steps that we need to take to protect our integrity, to protect our students, to protect our mission, to protect our statement of who we are at the very core of our beliefs. I can respect that. When they say, listen, guys, this happened. We own it. We admit it. We're not going to sweep it under the rug. We're going to deal with it head on. I respect that. What I don't respect is universities that do two other things that are rampant in 2020 in today's society. One is lie about it. Lie about it. Change the rhetoric try to turn the tables and spin the conversation in a way where you are win- you can win through a verbal debate or defense of your hideous sins. Those are the kind of people that Christ abhorred in the New Testament. Those that tried to change their sins into something prettier by making logical uh, arguments. Instead of just owning their sin, they tried to spin it. Uh, that I, I, I really detest. and Or the second one, which I don't know which one is worse, the first one or the second one, but the second one is sometimes they just own it. That, yep, that's who we are. We, we don't consider it a sin. We consider it that's the way he was born. 
Who knows? Maybe Jerry Falwell Jr. was born to enjoy watching his wife be pleasured by other people. Maybe his wife was born in a way that only allows her to get fulfillment by being in an open relationship. Who are you to judge that if that's the way that they were born or not? I mean, that's the argument we're making now, right? I mean, if you right. say that they can't help themselves, people can't help themselves, they can't enjoy a fulfilled lifestyle unless they give in to the desires in which they were born with that is not their fault it's the way that they were created by god himself then if that's the argument brothers and sisters we have to say that that argument works well for jerry falwell jr as well you cannot take away that argument from him. So we have those two arguments. One is a to lie about it, to hide it, to sweep it under the rug, to change the conversation in a way that makes it look less than it is and to make you feel more justified in uh, maintaining status quo even though there's a deep, dirty, dark sin right there under the table. The other way is just to say, well, it's the way he was born. We just have to accept it. That is his lifestyle. Um, those two ways make me sick because that both of those ways spit in God's face himself. But when we look at Liberty University's approach, I believe, this is my own personal belief, when we look at their approach, it's like, yep, looks like this happened. Now what are we going to do about it? Now what are we going to do as a body to keep moving forward, to keep pressing forward. And I like your take on it, that this will make us stronger. This will drive us to our knees. This will put us in a state of repentance. We need to be there anyway. We need practice for more repentance, not less. More repentance doesn't mean more sin. It means that we have acknowledged more sin. Less repentance means that we're hiding more sin. So I love an open, repentant heart because that is the model in which we see Jesus over and over and over again having mercy. And I need God's mercy. And in order to get God's mercy, I need to own my sin, admit my sin, and turn away from my sin, to repent of my sin. And so thank you so much, brother, for coming on, sharing with us. I, I wanted to talk with you um, just because you are directly impacted by this. Your family is directly impacted by this. The mission field is directly impacted by this. And I thought that it was worth having a conversation for Christians that have been wounded by seeing this in the news, not really knowing how to take it. I didn't really know how to take it. I'm not giving any answers. But I think that you and I having this conversation is worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I mean thanks for the airtime honestly uh, eugene i i uh, it's i still believe that uh, you know god is on the throne <laughs> so amen so we as long as that's happening as long as he's there i think there's a uh, you know a bright future and a hope so uh so yeah i you know i'm trying not to be the ever optimist but but i you know i do trust that he's got this thing sorted out so yeah, uh, we just do I, our I would part. say that there's yeah. less reason to be optimistic if we saw a school try to justify or cover up, but we didn't. Uh, absolutely, yeah, and you're right about that. I'm not. I, you know, there's. We can't. You know, we can't. 
you know, plant our heads in the sand or be completely ignorant. We, we're fully aware the the ramifications and the magnitude of what's going on. But in saying that this is going to be used as an example, God is actually going to expose other things in many individuals' lives before it gets to the point that, you know, Jerry has taken it. I know that to be true. It's like, you know, people's biggest fear is being exposed. And, you know, you're better off to deal with the Lord now, you know, than wait till later. So, um, yeah, I just, I just see him working and he's going to continue to do so. Amen. And I pray for Jerry Falwell Jr. I pray for his family. If what has been accused is not the truth, I pray the truth comes out and he and his family are vindicated. If what has come out is true, I pray that he is able to be restored in his fellowship. He and his family can be restored in their fellowship with Jesus Christ. And I stand together with him in solidarity, shoulder to shoulder, as a fellow sinner in need of salvation from a merciful Amen. and giving Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank sure. you so much, brother, for uh, joining us. Um, thanks for sharing your heart, being open about this. I know that this is a sensitive matter. This is not a subject that a lot of people would be willing to come onto a podcast and talk about. <laughs> Um, I, there were other people that I wanted to write to and bring on, but I thought that I know you more. Um, I didn't want to bring on somebody that, that might, you know, just take things out of proportion or even dog on the situation. Um, I, I, I just wanted to have a real conversation and you did that today. And I thank you. Yeah. No worries. You betcha. Great. God bless you, brother. Yes. You as well. And thank you so much for joining us for another Back to Jerusalem podcast. Again, I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Sweden. God bless you.